From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, the media says this, and the media says that. Which one is right? Binance delists uh, in air quotes security, and we have a hack. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is... Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. We're having more primaries here in Ohio, primary elections. I know there's a lot of primary elections all around the United States right now. We have Arizona, we have Michigan, just name a couple. I think we have Kansas as well. Uh, But we also have Ohio, which if you're paying attention to the show, you know that we already had a primary election and I won the primary. But this one is for state house and state senate. See, what happened was Ohio state legislature Um, actually one side of the legislature, uh, wanted to mess around with gerrymandering. And every time they drew maps, they were deemed unconstitutional. And so they kept going back to the drawing board. And this became such a, I guess, just cycle because we had multiple, multiple maps drawn. One set of maps were drawn, then it was deemed unconstitutional. Another set of maps were drawn, then deemed unconstitutional. This happened over and over and over again, which delayed the state house and state senate races in their primary, and they got pushed back to today. It's an absolute cluster over here. But today's election day, and if it's election day in your state, get out and vote. It's very important. Now to get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 9.34 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $22,809 down. 1.2% in 24. Still up in seven, though. Ethereum's at $1,576, down 4.5% in 24. Now you remember the intro where I said, what is the news saying about different things? Is it something good or something bad? We just don't know. The news probably doesn't know because I just found these two headlines from Decrypt that are just kind of saying the opposite things. Today's headline, Ethereum slides 6% amid growing merge concerns. And just two weeks ago, on July 15th, Ethereum drums 12%. As merge event fast approaches. What? The fact is, is probably both are true at the same time, even though they are uh, contradictory of each other. And that I think is hilarious because somebody read that headline today. They'd be like, oh my God, the merge. But two weeks ago, if they read the same headline, they'd be like, oh yes, the merge. <laughs> we have no clue. We have tether number three. We have USDC number four and Binance is at 280 it's down 1.6%. Rounding off the top 10, we have BUSD, XRP, Cardano, Solana, and Doge. We have a total market cap that is down 1.9% in 24. It's at 1.05 trillion, a BTC dominance of 41.5, and an F dominance of 18.3. And now it's time for coin of the day. 
Our coin of the day today is Hedera, ticker HBAR, H-B-A-R, rank number 39 on coin market cap. Its price is 7.3 cents down 3.5% in 24. Its current market cap is 1.5 billion, fully diluted is 3.6 billion, 42% of HBAR is in circulation. The all-time high for HBAR was a year ago at 57.0 cents. Or 57 cents. It's down 87% since then. It's up 600% since all time low, which was a penny. You can buy HBAR on Binance, KuCoin, Gate.io, Binance.us, Bittrex, Bitstamp, KuCoin, and so on and so forth. So, what is this HBAR? Hedera is the most used, sustainable, enterprise grade public network for decentralized economies that allows individual businesses to create powerful decentralized applications or dApps. It's designed to be a fairer, more efficient system that eliminates some of the limitations of older blockchain-based platforms, such as slow performance and instability. So, there you have it. That's HBAR. Ticker. So, there you have it. That's Hedera. Ticker HBAR. H-B-A-R. Rate number 38 on CoinMarketCap. Moving into today's headlines. New York's AG Attorney General Letitia James has urged New Yorkers who have found themselves locked out of their accounts or have been deceived about their cryptocurrency investments to contact her office. The recent turbulence and the significant losses in the cryptocurrency markets are concerning, and people were promised large returns on cryptocurrencies but instead lost their hard-earned money. She tweeted, In recent months, investors have lost hundreds of billions of dollars in crypto investments, and crypto businesses have frozen withdrawals, announced mass layoffs, and gone bankrupt. If New Yorkers think they've been deceived by crypto platforms, contact us. This isn't James's first showdown with the crypto industry. In October of 2021, her office ordered two unregistered crypto lending platforms in the state to shut down. Players in the National Women's Soccer League are reportedly set to miss out on the promised payouts of the deal with the crypto broker Voyager after Voyager went bankrupt. The partnership announced December last year was one of the biggest in National Women's Soccer League's history and was intended to be a multi-year agreement. So what was the agreement? Well, the league would receive half of the payment in cash, while players would get the other half in the form of crypto. Each athlete was given a Voyager account to receive the deposits and build their crypto portfolios. But the accounts were never funded. Yet another rug pull from Voyager. The National Women's Soccer League said the player fund was always intended to be distributed into accounts at Voyager in cryptocurrency with the goal of educating players regarding investments in the crypto space. As such, there is always risk regarding the volatility of the cryptocurrency market. It's understood that there's no impact on players' basic salaries as a result of this bankruptcy. However, they were still rugged. Okay, so in the intro, I said that there was a hack, and that's not quite accurate. It's actually an exploit, and I'm going to tell you what happened here. Crypto Bridge Nomad was exploited for $190 million in a frenzied free-for-all. So what happened? Well, it turns out this was a routine upgrade. The Nomad team initialized the trusted route to be 0x00, which using zero values apparently is commonplace. Unfortunately, this case had a tiny side effect, and it auto-proved every message. Now, I know you're sitting here going like, what does that even mean? Well, you don't need to know Solidity or Merkle Trees or anything like that. Here's what you had to do. All you had to do was find a transaction that worked. Find and replace the other person's address with yours, and then rebroadcast it. The system would then accept any message that has ever seen before and process it as if it were genuine, meaning that all you needed to do was ask for the bridge's money, and you'll get it. 
<laughs> Do you understand what just happened? Basically, anybody could have just asked for the bridge's money and drained it. Drained it. Now, this is people's cryptocurrency. Again, how many times are we going to see these bridges get exploited and keep thinking that you can use them? People, there are going to be two stories here that I want you to pay very close attention to. This is one of them. Don't use these damn bridges. The other one is coming up a little bit later, and I'll tell you when it is. Binance.us said that they're going to stop trading on AMP token after the SEC identified the asset as a security. Binance.us said, We operate in a rapidly evolving industry, and our listing and delisting process are designed to be representative to market and regulatory developments. And this is going to be in effect on August 15th. And they're taking steps now until more clarity exists around the classification. Now, what would Coinbase do? Why am I asking that? Because, well, the SEC reported that Coinbase listed nine cryptocurrencies that were unregistered securities. Of these tokens, only AMP was listed on Binance.us. So, if Binance.us is taking this step, will Coinbase follow suit? If Binance is taking this measure, does that put pressure on Coinbase? If you're holding AMP, pay attention to this. On Friday, scooter rideshare app Lime told Mashable that it does not have a partnership with Helium. Lime's logo has been displayed on the Halen website, but a representative from the scooter company told the publication that it only has taken part in an initial test back in 2019. Later on Friday, a representative from Cloud Software Giant Salesforce confirmed to The Verge that it also had no partnership with Helium, despite its logo being on its website. Helium quickly removed both logos. And why is this news? Because a lot of these companies, a lot of these blockchains, a lot of these startups, a lot of these ICOs, a lot of these whatever... They put people's logos in there to give them validity, to say, we have partnerships with X, Y, or Z. And I have literally worked in companies or have been in companies that just start putting people's logos or companies' logos on there just because they had a phone call and an email exchange. It's absolutely crazy. And nobody's going to think to even look at it because it's such a weird practice. Actually, it's probably illegal. But, but literally, email exchanges would come in. They would have talks about doing something. And the next thing you know, plastered on the website or even in a press release, <laughs> this company has partnership with this company. And it might have, and it could still be there, even though it was just initial talks or the talks to do something back in like 18, 17, 16, 19. It's absolutely insane. But, well, looks like Helium got caught. Remember yesterday I told you about the Tiffany's NFTs, the Tiffany uh, CryptoPunk pendants? Well, the sales volume for CryptoPunk's NFT collection has spiked over 250% in the last 24 hours because of this. Remember, if you have a CryptoPunk pendant, you can mint these NFTs from Tiffany's. It's called NFTIF, and it's going to transform your NFTs into a pendant handcrafted by Tiffany's. These are going to be pendants that look like your CryptoPunk, and it's going to be 18 karat rose gold or yellow gold, and it's going to have gems and jewels and diamonds or rubies or sapphires in there, and they're starting around 30F or about 50 grand. You guys remember, earlier this year in March, Yuga Labs, the creator of Board AB Yacht Club, acquired CryptoPunk's IP for an undisclosed amount. And now it looks as though they're moving with that IP. Chandler Guo, somebody who's got their name by watching a lot of friends. <laughs> he's also a well-known Chinese crypto miner, and he's launched a campaign to fork Ethereum to create a spin-off, a proof-of-work version after the merge, and Ethereum goes proof-of-stake. The new chain will be called FPOW, or F-P-O-W, or F-Proof-of-Work. He tweeted, I fork Ethereum once, I will fork it again. FPOW would be an entirely distinct network in cryptocurrency from Ethereum, with no assumed value 
infrastructure, or utility. Mining F was profitable because of the underlying value of F. And FPOW would need to generate enough demand to incentivize mining it. So basically, even if you fork it, doesn't mean it's going to have value. People are going to have to need to mine it, and then people are going to need to use it. But all the miners are going to need homes. And as we discussed last week, why don't they just go to something like Render or Ethereum Classic? But it looks as though somebody just wants to fork and continue doing what he's doing. Keep on keeping on. Okay, so this next story is exactly what blockchain should be used for. And this is like... this is. There's all these little financial gimmicks that they're trying to people are trying to do right now that are literally scammy Ponzi schemes, like some kind of fractional reserve banking, but on the blockchain. But this, these kind of stories, is why I like blockchain tech. Columbia's government has lost a partnership with Ripple Labs, the company behind XRP, to put land titles on the blockchain, part of a plan to rectify land distribution because they're so unfair that it's led to decades of armed conflict. So besides the armed conflict, there's people in Colombia that are living on land that don't have papers to certify the ownership of their land. So with the public blockchain, once a transaction is recorded, it can never be deleted. That's the most important part. If the government system is blown up, the owner of the land will still be in the blockchain because it's held around the world in different nodes. Everybody would be able to see who owns this land. The point is that this is a system. This system is needed to ensure that land cannot be wrongfully taken. And I think this is a brilliant idea. And it should be done in more places, not just Colombia, because of the inherent conflicts or the problems that are already in there or systemic within their government and their property ownership. But it should be around the world, right? But this is why I like this story, because this is the use for blockchain that I envision. To make sure that things are immutable, things that you need to have, the things that we need to see who owns what, this is what it's for. And finally, what I want you to read today and the second example of warnings for you. The first one is, would you just please stop using bridges, please? They keep getting hacked, exploited. So no matter of time to, till it's your money. And this is the second one. Magic Eden rivals say NFTs on Solana's biggest marketplace are at risk. Magic Eden is faced with growing criticism about its recent platform changes and its escrow-based trading model. People should be 100% aware that a hacker could get the keys to Magic Eden and rug everyone of their NFTs. Basically, if Ma Magic Eden's escrow is compromised or if Magic Eden goes under, everybody loses their NFTs. How many NFTs are there in Magic Eden's escrow wallet? 180,000 NFTs as of late last week. Y'all have been warned. When these things come up, this is basically the cue for hackers and exploiters and bad actors to start to get to work to figure out how to get those NFTs. There's 180,000 NFTs, even if they're all priced at a dollar. That's $180,000. But that's not the case. Let's say they're $10. Well, they're trying to get those millions, right? So somebody's going to try to get into the escrow wallet now. And it's only a matter of time before they figure it out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating. Give us a comment. And also, if you're listening on Spotify, pop open the app, go to the Decrypt Daily, and click those five stars over on the left-hand side. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone, and don't use bridges, and get your NFTs out of escrow on Magic Eden.